from the Transport Workers Union Air Division offices in Colleyville, Texas. It's the TWU Air Division podcast with Strategic Action Coordinator Brian Parker. Join Brian as he discusses issues that affect the careers and lives of Air Division members. Take it away, Brian. Hello, and welcome to the Transport Workers Union Air Division podcast. I'm your host, Brian Parker. Joining me on the show today is TW International Vice President Tom McDaniel. I got the pleasure of spending some time with Tom last week at the TWU Joint Presidents Meeting in Orlando, Florida. Tom and I had a little bit of an opportunity to sit and talk about what's going on in the division, and I thought it'd be a great idea to have him on the show. So welcome to the show, Tom. Thank you. Why don't we get started by you telling me uh, or telling the audience a little bit about Tom McDaniel and who you're and what you're up to? Okay. Um, like I said, my name is Tom McDaniel. I am an international vice president with the Transport Workers Union. And a few years ago, I went to work on the international staff. Um, prior to that, I was president of TW Local 556 for 11 years. Um, and we had a pretty good run those 11 years. And, uh, uh, and the reason I was president is I'm a 27-year flight attendant with Southwest Airlines, almost 27. It's going to be 27 in June. So you've been around the block, huh? Yeah, I used to think uh, I used to we you know we have, I had a five digit employee number when I came to work at Southwest and they used to call it a zip code and now I and now we have many 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 six digit employee numbers so it, it doesn't seem like that long ago but it was uh, it was almost a lifetime ago for me. Wow. Well, while we're talking about Southwest, uh, if you would let's stay there for a minute. What's going on with Southwest Airlines? Uh, it seems like it's not quite the love airline it once was. Yeah, you know, and uh, we, one of the things I really liked about the uh, the, the meeting that we had is, uh, you know, Southwest, American, all of the airlines that we represent, we got to sit around and do some, uh, you know, discussions about what's going on in our companies. And I know there's been kind of a little bit of a culture problem at American over the last several years or maybe uh, more than several years. And uh, but we've always considered ourselves, uh, you know, for the last several years, we've always kind of considered ourselves very employee friendly and, uh, you know, management was always wanting to work with the union. Um, and as, as our new president at Local 556 said, you know, it's not Southwest, the, it's not the same Southwest Airlines anymore. And I think we heard that from every employee group that was there. Yeah, you know, you mentioned culture across the airlines and, uh, you know, I mean, on operational, there's a lot of uh, commonalities and things. And like you said, it was a good opportunity to sit, you know, and talk to you and listen to what's going on in the other uh airlines you know within the air division i know one of the things that seems common and it it seems new to me is the uh, toxic fume events and that's uh, i understand it may not just be specific to the airlines is that correct yeah, and I think that's what was a really good uh, point about this last division meeting that we had. Normally, we just do, a, for the last few years, we've just done an air division president's meeting, but this was a joint meeting between air and transit. So we spent the first day uh, with transit and air and you know talking about some of the things that we have in common, kind of building relationships, discussing the different issues going on in a, our different divisions. And then we broke out the last couple of days for more specialty discussions. But, um, you know, in, on the airline, side for a long time TWU has been involved uh, with a, an organization in Europe that is studying and trying to uh, you know prevent these toxic air events on airplanes where the bleed air comes in through the engine and it can actually create uh, really really hazardous health conditions for flight attendants and pilots 
And, uh, you know, we've discovered over the, uh, I think since our last meeting last year that we had a speaker and there are also uh, toxic air issues with, uh, with our ground uh, operations people on both sides at Southwest and American and any, everyone else that we represent. And, but we were really, I think, uh, uh, shocked to find out that there's also a similar issue going on. It's not the same kind of toxic air, of course, um, but but with a, a lot of our transit workers, if they're forced into situations where they have to breathe toxic air all the time, and it's a uh, it, it's you know it's a it's a real health hazard for a lot of our members. Um, and just as a way to address that, I know over the last year the TWU has put together. Uh, a toxic air committee that's working to, you know, on a campaign to address this and make our our customers and our employees, uh, our members, um, and the employers uh, aware of this situation and uh, trying to fight back against it for a safer workplace. And it's not an air division committee. It's an air and transit committee, a joint committee that's working on it together. And I think that's a real step forward for TWU. And I really applaud our leadership for doing that. No, that's that's, I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say that sounds good, you know, that it's not just specific to one airline or even one division that, you know, the committee is uh, comprised of members across the board. Right, and I, I really um, I'm happy that uh, that you know our air uh, our air director uh, Mike Mays and Curtis Tate, the transit director, got together and decided to do this committee uh, or this president's meeting together because it really gave us an opportunity to discuss what we have in common and how we can we can help each other in these important fights for our members. Absolutely, and uh, I know that I was asked to do a presentation. You know, I do a lot of work with a lot of the campaigns on the air division side, so I, I did a presentation and. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about you, just staying with the air division specifically. Who else um, uh, Who else do you work with on the air division side? Um, well, I, I, I still work with 556 uh, going, and we're in negotiations right now, and um, uh, that's um, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit more later on. But, you know, one of the most exciting campaigns that we won last year, and it was a little over a year, April 17th last year, uh, we won the JetBlue flight attendants, which is um, over 5,000 flight attendants, or they call themselves IFCs, which is in-flight crew members, um, and they voted to join the TWU, and they have been at the negotiating table since August of last year they they immediately elected a negotiating committee and got them to work and at this point we've uh, we've actually agreed to uh, 17 tentative agreements with their management and we have several more that we're discussing uh, they elected a team of five uh, from all, from the five bases um, that the negotiating or that the uh, uh, the airline has for flight attendants and uh, we're moving forward pretty well on it that's good let's talk about Allegiant I did want to say one more thing about JetBlue. You know, we just celebrated our one-year anniversary, and in May, uh, President Samuelson is going to be holding a nationwide town hall for them to call in and ask questions and, you know, express concerns and just basically find out more about the TWU and about what's going on in, in their work group. So uh, that's going to be a big event, and it's going to be on May 17th. Um, but so Allegiant, uh, that I, I, I said not so recently, uh, we actually organized them in 2010, and um, it took it was a seven year fight to get a contract for them. And it's a very, very anti-union airline. Uh, they did everything that they could to break us, including um, uh, uh, a decertification campaign that they had that the company had very close ties to, which we won, go TWU. And uh, then about I want to say about 
Uh, nine months later, we ended up with a tentative agreement that passed. And uh, now the local is uh, working on, you know, the, all the things that you do when you're a new organization, you know, uh, setting up a grievance committee. They have a safety committee and ASAP committee getting ready to take some cases to arbitration and uh, everything that's involved in that. So, you know, the company, I'm not going to say the company is uh, any more uh, anti-union than they were before, but now they have a force to be reckoned with with the TWU, and and we do have uh, a grievance procedure, and we do have a way to uh, give due process to our members at Allegiance. So so that's a you know for such a hard fought battle, I'm very very happy that uh, those members over there now have a contract that um, will support them and that they can stand up for. They have been organized for a long time, but I do know that that was the. Uh one of the mandates by John Samuelson, our international president, at the last convention was to get them that contract they they rightfully deserved. Right. I mean, it, it was a hard fight, and uh, I really, you know, it was really John standing up at that convention and saying uh, that if if the company doesn't come to the table and bargain in good faith, then the TWU is going to use every uh, everything that we have to fight back and make sure that our members uh, get what they negotiated for and what they deserve. And he said that in uh, all the negotiations that you know that that I'm familiar with. I know he said the same thing this past week about, you know, the the negotiations with American Airlines as well, that that's right. uh, one of the top priorities to get that done. You know, let's stay on negotiations for a minute. I know you've been involved in, in negotiated contracts for many years, and now you're, you're overseeing some of that. What do you think about what's happening with us at American right now where the company has just went right out and started bargaining with the members? I mean, is that is that something you've ever had to deal with or? You know, what's your yeah, thoughts on and, that? And, and that's something that I wanted. I said I wanted to go back to the Southwest negotiations for a minute. Uh, you know, uh, the negotiating team is at the table. They had to organize fairly quickly because they went to negotiations uh, less than six months after an officer election, which, you know, they, they came together and they put together a really strong team. Um, but but being at the table now, um, we, we keep saying that Southwest isn't the Southwest Airlines that, that we used to know. And something that, that really struck me the other day when, uh, you know, President Montgomery was talking um, was the fact that we actually faced – this exact same problem and when I became president in 2001. And, you know, our flight attendants were really feeling like we had sacrificed over the years to make sure that the company could grow and become profitable. You know, we were below the rest of the industry, even though our profits were far exceeded the rest of the industry. Um, we had always worked with the company to make sure that we could be successful. And then all of a sudden, we were just pushed aside every time it came to negotiations. And, uh, and we said way back then, we said, this is not the Southwest Airlines um, that we grew up with, that we came to work for, that we love so much. This is a company that's not treating its employees like valuable resources and and uh, share and letting them, you know, share in the tremendous success that they had contributed to. So, you know, way back then, we took the um, attitude that. We love our company. You know, we know that, that if our company is not there, then, then we won't have a paycheck or a job. But this is, once again, our company. And when the company is going in the wrong direction, it's really our, I'm not going to say it's our, it's our, you know, our, it's, it's our, our duty, it's our obligation um, to right to that ship and make sure that everyone is benefiting from the success of the company. And we fought that same battle back in 2002 in our negotiations, and it looks like we're going to have to fight it again wow. uh, in, in the upcoming negotiations. 
You said Lynn has put together a good team, and, uh, you know, I, I can tell that they're very engaged, and, you know, you'll get to where you need to get. But, again, you, you keep going back to culture, and I liked what you said when you said this is our airline, not necessarily talking about the leadership of the company. The frontline workers, I mean, you are part of that team. You own part of that airline. Right. Well, and it's uh, – uh, I'll remember the, the the guy who was vice president before I was. He took a really strong stance on on not calling it the company. He he made a strong he took a strong stance on calling it our company. And when we're, we're referring to the people that we're negotiating against, that's management because it is our company. We have built two of the greatest companies and certainly the greatest airlines in the world, and we have contributed to that success. The flight attendants, the the people who work on the ground, the uh, you know every the, our dispatch our pilot instructors, everyone represented by TWU has built these airlines and has sacrificed. And that just means that whenever we are incredibly profitable, we do deserve a good future. We deserve job security. We deserve to keep our work and we deserve the paycheck that reflects our success. Absolutely. And no one is asking for anything to harm the airline. You're not trying to put yourself in a position where, you know, you get such great gains to where the airline will struggle. I mean, that's not what, uh, that's not what we're negotiating for on any front. Exactly. Before we move on, are there any other points you want to make on that? Well, yeah, just one thing. It was something that really stuck out to me. And by the way, I, your presentation on, on strategic uh, organizing and everything was great the other day. I loved it. I know I asked you for a copy of it. You still owe me. But uh, <laughs> uh, I did want to bring up something that did come out is I did hear, I guess, that uh, management has been making noises about possibly uh, instead of, you know, reaching a tentative agreement with the TWU and coming to the table and bargaining to reach something that you could both agree on, that uh, they've been talking about, you know, releasing their agreement. And there have been rumors about that. And, you know, when we talked about how we all have so much in common, that actually happened to us at Southwest in 2003. Our CEO went out and said, uh, you know, tried to make it sound as if we were not uh, negotiating in the, in the members' best interest. And our members knew that wasn't so. And they took the extreme step of, of releasing their proposal, you know, not their whole proposal, but just, the, just their pay scale to our members and basically saying, you should tell your union that you want to vote on this. And, you know, that's completely not the way this is done. We all know this. But um, our union just, you know, took the stance that, look, you know, we believe that we're supposed to come to an agreement, a tentative agreement for the members to vote on it. We're not supposed to vote on proposals. But if they wanted to vote on it, if they just want to vote on proposals, then we would we would meet them. We would meet them and we would meet them halfway and we could come up with a solution. We would just put out both of our proposals and it would be multiple choice and they could pick whichever one that they wanted the most. Perfect. So, and then when it, yeah, so the company puts out their proposal, the union puts out their proposal, and the members get to decide where they fall. Right. And exactly, you know, the company wouldn't agree to that, but, you know, we, we felt like we had to show our members that we were the ones who were fighting for their best interests. And whether it's scope provisions or, or duty rigs or rates of pay or benefits, the TWU is going to be the organization that is standing up and fighting for our members. And the company management is not going to bargain directly with our members because we stand behind our union and we know who has our best interests at heart. Well, being from the South and where I'm come from, that's uh, referred to as dirty pool. I mean, that's not the way to negotiate. The way to negotiate is to sit across the table 
you know, and lay everything out and, and try to work towards the middle. And so that's right. certainly not what's happening in American. And again, so, it, you know, it's not a brand new playbook. You know, Southwest tried that many years ago. So, we're yeah, well, that's exactly the road we're headed down at, at American Airlines. Well, I hope it doesn't get there. But I, I think that management, I would hope that they would realize the fact that it does create uh, sometimes irreparable harm in the relationship, which will, uh, you know, pr- which will affect you later on in the future. And, you know, what happens in negotiations, that which you're, that's what you're going to have to work with later on. And um, it's better to come and, you know, be both be uh, sitting at the table and come up with an agreement that you can both be proud of and that you want to put out to your members for a vote. Well, I got news for you. It's already happened. American Ant did just that. Uh, they put out a document that they called a full text proposal, and they're calling it their proposal. It's actually a working document that uh, the TWU has, has been negotiating with the company, and we've worked towards the middle, if you will, to a certain extent. Uh, we're not where we need to be, of course, but American put that out as that that, that, that is their proposal. So we've actually uh, working we're working on another podcast to get that out to uh, address that as well. Well, I'm sorry that happened, but you know something that I remember when I was a what I, I call myself a, a baby negotiator. My very first contract, I, I I was once told by somebody that you know the important part about this is uh, uh, negotiations isn't like selling a house where you sign the paperwork and you walk away from it, um, and then you never have to uh, worry if you know the plumbing goes out of the or the uh, the house is miswired or, or there's a foundation problem. That's up to the new owner. The negotiations at the end of the day is owned by both parties, and you still have to go back and work together and if you lose that trust it's really hard to get back that's an excellent point and uh it's sad to see what some of these corporations you know the lows they'll go to to in effect win so to speak okay tom well i appreciate you joining us today is there uh is there anything we haven't covered I don't think so. Uh, I'm glad to, you know, like I said, I'm really glad that I got to sit down with our brothers and sisters from from uh, the other airlines uh, last week, but also the transit. And I think we really made some some inroads and we created some unity and, uh, you know, got some great opportunities to pull together and have conversations so we can continue to support each other as one union going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I've known you for many years and uh, admire your work. Keep up the great work. Well, you too. Keep that keep that strategy going. Yes, sir. Okay, I want to thank you, Tom McDaniel, for joining us today. It's been a really good talk, and uh, let's do this again sometime soon. Great. Yeah, it was really good to be on here. I'm glad that you know we're, that we've got this podcast out, and it's given a, a lot of great information to our members. Sounds good. And uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to us today. Carry on and stay union strong. For more information about the TWU Air Division, visit our website at TWU.org forward slash divisions. To comment on this or any of our podcasts, email us at airdivisionpodcast at TWU.org. You can listen, download, and stream episodes of our Air Division podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, your favorite Android podcatcher, or your RSS feed-enabled browser. Air Division podcast episodes are also available to stream and download from our website, podcast.twu.org. Music provided under license by Pond5.com. TWU Air Division podcast is produced and engineered by Tommy Engel.